You're giving Isabella far too much credit. the Psy5 podcast. It's been a long time. Um, it has been a very long time. I feel like every single time I talk with you now on the podcast, it's like, oh, it's been so long. It's, And we're like, oh, we missed doing this. But how are you, Isabel? I'm good. We actually t- just talked yesterday, though, for like, I don't know. That is true. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah. But that was some non-podcastable things, right? You know? That's true. Um, I feel like our normal calls are way more interesting. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't publish those because you know. Yeah, there's no way we could we could never. Because of all this slanders, things Isabella says. Uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm the one. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so basically, yesterday, um, we talked, and I was thinking because I was listening back to our old podcasts because you know, gotta up that viewership, and I was thinking about like, oh, it was fun to do this with Isabella once upon a time. Um, so. We're back with, dare I say, a casual podcast. No topic, no what? nothing. What? Just ourselves and our charisma. And then, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, Isabel, it's been a while since we've done this. How are you feeling about this particularly? Um, You know, when people say they listen to the podcast, and like not just the, the people who say they listen to the podcast, but people who actually listen to the podcast... They were all, they're all like, oh, it improved so much from the early days. Like, you know, the early days were weird and then it got like better-ish, but now we're reverting back to weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think Isabella, we're, we're both like a little bit more comfortable in speaking and like talking about things. And so, I don't know, it, I thought it'd be fun to go back to the roots. Ah, that's true for you. Uh, but Isabella, you recently said that you are now an extrovert since the last time you've been on the podcast. Yeah, we've talked so many times about our, like, you know, like, what is that, uh, Myersburgs stuff, and you've always been, like, an yeah. I. Um, uh-huh. What's it been like now being on, on the good side of things? Well, it's only been, like, four days since this realization. Um, good, wait, good side. Introverts are fun, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but, yeah, well, what's it been like realizing that? Um... I think it's been fun. Like, honestly, I have feel like I have a lot more energy, even though I'm like physically tired. Like, I still have a lot of energy and a lot of like, I still want to do things with other people, which I feel like in different like uh, phases of my life, if I was tired, I just would not want to see people at all. Uh-huh. But yeah. now, like, I haven't not seen people and I'm totally fine with it. Like, I'm still having fun. Mm. Yeah, and like that's crazy how like time changes. Like I was, I was listening to one of the episodes about we were talking about social anxiety, right? And uh, we were both talking about like how we would not initiate, um, and we would do the thing of like, oh, like if there's an awkward silence, we'll just pull out our phones, even though there's nothing for us to, like check there, because we're scared of talking to other people or just like having that interaction because we think it's weird and we're awkward, right? Um, yeah. But, but now, like I think for myself, I can say that like, no, I'm like the ones who like I like initiate conversations and like 
time with people and like wow like listening to my old self say that i was like wow that is so unlike me now and um that's something i've really just liked about the podcast of being able to like um have like a time capsule of like oh like look at that checkpoint in my life then you know mm, um, yeah and so i think it'll be fun to like keep on doing that like now um i am in college i am no longer a minor when we first started this podcast i was a minor i was 17 years old uh, we were in the thick of the pandemic um uh, and yeah now it's was about to graduate college which is wild crazy um, how are you feeling about like just kind of going through the last kind of like semester of your college experience how's that been i feel like i've been giving a pretty canned answer to everyone mm-hmm. and right, so i mean give, not give that it's another, a canned one right here okay it's like bittersweet like i'm happy and i'm excited because i'd be done with classes and honestly i'm just so over like doing schoolwork and everything but i'm so sad because um like this college lifestyle i feel like you'll only ever get it this time in our lives like after this it'll be like straight into the work world and we'll never have the proximity and like the freedom um and like just like less responsibility uh yeah that's the candy and i mean not that it's not true like i do feel like that but like i feel Uh, like that's just what i say yeah and i think that's something interesting like a lot of times like like people say like how you're doing right and like a lot of times i don't know i think for me i'll just be like oh i'm doing good or like fine or like oh i'm tired um but like i'm we're doing tired good. that's the one you know that's the one and i feel like a lot of times it's weird because like sometimes canned answers like are like the most realistic ones or like the ones that i'm actually feeling right but, like mm-hmm. I, I often feel like guilty giving those answers even if I, that's exactly what i feel um because i feel yeah. like oh like then it doesn't like spark the conversation that like people would want to have because you know no one everyone knows what it's like to be tired but no one like is riveted by this conversation of like talking about like how we got like two hours of sleep last night or whatever you know yeah um but sometimes i feel like it's like also mm -hmm. but sometimes i feel like it's also like because i haven't i haven't tried to like think about it that much you know exactly yeah i i I feel that Um, so it's like i really don't know how i feel like this is just how i feel generally about that but i haven't tried to think too much about it Uh uh-huh Okay, so let's try to let's let's break that mold right here. Let's get some practice in on breaking that like weird mold. So Isabel, how do you actually feel right now? You obviously don't go super personal, but like other than the tired, oh like so much work or so many things to do, how do you feel? Um well recently I've been feeling a little stressed because hey. my professor texted me the other day and she's like, Hey, are you interested in this job? in Alabama just thought I would pass it on to you since you're the only Alabama, senior who hasn't, what? who hasn't signed yet since you're the only senior who hasn't signed yet and I'm like wow that's like call, call out <laughs> um yeah exactly like thank you for the opportunity I told her like thanks but I'm really trying not to go to Alabama um yeah but also like yeah that pressure's on that's kind of yeah you know um mm-hmm. And, like, part of me, like, knows that that's my choice, you know? I think, like, if I wanted to, I could have a job right now. Um, uh, yeah. Accounting majors, they typically go to a very specific, through a very, like, very specific career path. And, like, a lot of people do internships their jun- like, their, the summer between junior and senior year. And then, typically, those, like, extend into offers after graduation. So, that's just what happened for a lot of people. Um, uh-huh. and like mine is a little different cause I didn't do an accounting internship. 
um, and they don't tell you right away. Uh, and I think recently, or like, if you ask me in the summer, oh, like, would you move out of state or like, would you go somewhere like Alabama um, post-grad for a job? And I was like, yeah, like, this seems like the right time to travel or like not travel, but like move somewhere else. Um, uh, I was like, yeah, like, I'll do it. It seems like a good opportunity. But I think this past school year, so like last semester and especially like this semester, um, uh-huh. I feel like my view on that has shifted. And I'm like not so open to uh, going across the country hey. just for a job. Like I think it's I realized it's pretty important to me to stay in like SoCal at least. Mm. Okay. Well, like okay. So I guess hypothetical question: What is like? So she said Alabama, right? Which, which I think Alabama is like so very different than SoCal and how we've been raised, right? It's like almost complete yeah. opposite, you know. Um, uh-huh. But like there are also states that are probably a little bit closer in similarity to SoCal. Or like, I mean, California, but like, is there another state that like, oh, if she said that one instead of Alabama, then you'd be like, oh, maybe like, I would actually like seriously consider that because of just, you know, it's not Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe I would consider it, but like, I really do think I want to be like close to family and like this community, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, maybe That's... especially I have, well, wh- when are you going to put this out, Matthew? Um, I don't know. It depends on how busy I am and how much I want to do editing. <laughs> That's yeah. usually how it is. Mm, I feel like recently, I don't know why, but like I really just wanted to like go home, even though I'm having like a really good time. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Like, I don't know. I've just wanted to see mom and dad more. So I asked them actually to come next Monday. Um, that so you did? I... Oh, wait. Yes, what? I did. Oh, yeah. I'm not invited. Mm, I mean, you never have time. That's not false. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what are you guys gonna do? I, I think we're just gonna go get dinner and hang out or whatever. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess that's part of it too, um, not being too far away from home, but also, yeah, yeah like, I kind of do want to stick around, um, and. Yeah, I just, I don't know that I would want to go far. And even, um, like, not, like, far, far geographically, but just, like, out of this area. Plus, uh, come on, Los Angeles. You can get every type of food here. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Kind of going back maybe, like, five minutes ago of when you were talking. Sorry, um, that was a tangent, a big tangent. It was a tangent, but as well, like, this is evidence of how you've grown in the podcast before you would give one uh, sentence answers and now like look at you you're taking up five minutes of airtime wow Um, character growth character growth um but you kind of said like oh like i'm the only senior who hasn't signed yet or who hasn't had a job yet or like gotten a job right and i feel like for me like obviously i'm not a high school uh, not a college senior but in high school it was all like oh like do you know where you're in yet like um like oh like the early action people like committed and then it was like the people who like heard um back from like their dream schools and they got it and they're like the people who like oh, like, they didn't get into, like, most of the schools that they wanted, and it was it was kind of tough because there was, like, weird, like, social dynamics of, like, oh, who got into, like, college and who got into, like, a college they wanted, right? Um, yeah. And I feel like that could be even more so here for, like, you know, it's, like, living and, you know, your job. So, like, how has that been kind of, like, with, obviously, comparison with your, like, class and the people in your major and, like, the program that you've been in for, like, four years? Mm, yeah, I mean... 
I think, well, I was in that group that wasn't early action, but I think knew pretty early on where I was going to go. Um, yeah, because I, I committed before, like, the deadline, what was it, May 1st or whatever. Like, I, pr- uh. I committed pretty early, and I knew where I was going to go. Um, I think, like, a big difference for me is that back then, it was really more of, like, I was really more, felt the pressure more from, like, peers than, like, teachers. Uh. Because, like, I feel like in high school more, you're, like, you're more, like, talking about, like, where are you going to go, blah, 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 blah. Um, maybe because it was like a smaller school, right? Like you know where everybody's gonna go, and it's it's like uh-huh. this whole thing. But I feel like now in college, I'm feeling more pressure from my professors than from my colleagues. Oh, uh-huh. or my sorry, not colleagues, like peers. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I... we still talk about it, and I still know where everybody's going, right? But I feel like it's less of a like less of a comparison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like that's something I can I definitely struggle with. Like is like um rejoicing with the homies when they're rejoicing and like being hyped for them like i, I think that's something that comes out of like, like envy like sometimes like you know if a homie gets like i think it's like a example like homie gets a girlfriend uh, obviously like i'm hyped for him but like also like there's like the thought in the back of my mind of, like oh like you know why am i single at this time you know or whatever or like oh yeah. if someone like really like especially um i think in journalism where like grades are just so subjective and just like up to like there's no like rubric right um yeah so like if i i like do not as good on this article and like the professor's like oh like wow look at this really good piece from like this other person and i'm like oh like what did i do bad or like what you know what do i not have you know and i think that comparison game can like come out really quick but like that's good that like for you like and your like peers it's not really something do you kind of feel like that comparison game like manifesting anywhere else mm. A comparison game manifesting anywhere else. Um, that's a good one to think about. Mm. Yeah, but I think like that's who knows. Like comparison is tough, um, but like something that I feel like people often say is like comparison is a thief of joy, right? So like, yeah, you know try not to think about it even though it's like definitely hard you know um, mm-hmm. but yeah so it's about awkward transition but i have a question um, okay what's your question okay if the entire world froze like like time stops like you don't age every other person in the world is frozen um but like everything like still works and stuff um and if that like the entire world froze for 24 hours um just to give you like a break from all the busyness of your like life and like school and work and stuff what are you doing with that 24 hours of free time? Just to yourself, you know, doing whatever you want to do. What are you using that free time to do? So you can't interact with people because they're all frozen? No, you cannot. Okay. Uh, hmm. I think I would do all my work and all the things that I could. So I wouldn't necessarily, like, take a break. I would do all my work so that when time unfreezes again, I could be more free to spend it with people oh interesting yeah okay that's wow you're like definitely like that thinking ahead kind of plannery thing because yeah i def i definitely would not do that with my free time oh yeah well because i feel like every time i have free time now or like oh well not now but like because i don't have free time now but in the past yeah that's I've true i've always been like i've always been like oh like 
I'll, I want to watch this or I want to do this. And then like with that free time, I end up not using it very wisely. And then I'm just uh, at the end, I'm like, Bleh. I, I yeah. like, don't feel more rested. I'm, I haven't actually rested well. Um, uh, and I don't like feel like that time brought me joy. But then, I do know that like hanging out with people and, you know, whatever does. So I would just do my work so that when time unfreezes, I'm okay, productive and I can do more of that. That's funny. Maybe that's just because I don't do work. Um, yeah, regardless that might be of it. Regardless of it or not. Um, but I was thinking about this overbreak. I'm in overbreak. It's just like weird because you have like no no job to go to, no like schoolwork to do. It's not like high school or whatever where like you might have to like prep for this thing over like the semester um, uh, <laughs> break. Um and so, like, something we did was we just watched a lot of, like, movies and content and stuff, right? Um, we watched a bunch of shows and movies with, like, mom and dad, but also, like, by ourselves. Um, and I feel like during college, like, when I'm in school, in session, like, man, like, I do not have time to, like, watch content or whatever. Um, there's so many, like, yeah. shows that come out and whatever, but, like, dude, I just, like, I'm packed from, like, morning to late in night, right? And so, like, I think I just, like, realized how much, like, I missed kind of doing that and like watching movies it's like it's fun right um and so i was like ah coming into the semester i definitely wanted to like maybe make some time to like watch movies um by myself and i think that's something that's interesting like i just like prefer to watch movies by myself because like i don't have to like worry about like gauging other people's reactions or whatever i just want to focus on like you know what like the story is or whatever Um, yeah and so in realizing that i was like i i watched the other day i watched this movie called causeway it's basically about um this um army veteran who comes back after being blown up and uh in afghanistan and like she has to like kind of adjust her like life back in the u.s because like she's just like not physically or mentally fit to like go back like ever um and just like how it's so tough for like veterans to like do that um and uh brian tyree henry who like is acting in it like he got nominated for best supporting actor at the oscars so like that's kind of how i found it um, and Jennifer Lawrence stars and like it was just so interesting um, because the movie wasn't very good um, and like I didn't really enjoy myself like actually watching it um, but uh-huh. like, afterwards I was like I really enjoyed like the fact that I had the time to do that um, to like watch a movie just like by myself I was like laying on the floor in like a study room it was like an hour and a half of just watching the movie and then the ability to like kind of think about my thoughts on the movie and then like um write about them and then also just go and like read other people's thoughts and like read reviews and like watch youtube videos on it um was like fun because like i could be in that like movie discourse again right um yeah it's like that's kind of like where like that question was born out of um so like yeah i think i would probably like watch some movies uh i have like an ongoing list just like in my notes app of like movies that i want to watch um and that's been growing bigger and bigger ever since like I left for college. Um, and then probably, okay, another thing that I do is something that I'm actually doing right now as well. Can you guess what I'm doing right now while I'm talking to you? What? Looking at your stuffed animals. Um, That is not true. Okay, I'm actually playing what? Mario Kart right now. Um, Bro. So, me... You didn't let me guess again. Well, it's because you... No well, wonder anyways. I can hear the clicks. You can hear the clicks, yeah. Um, so I'm playing Mario Kart 8 on my Nintendo Switch, and I'm Red Yoshi right now, currently in sixth place on Cheese Land, and it's terrible. 
Um, but like, yeah, like I've just missed playing games like this. Um, and that's definitely fun. So I would do that. Isabel, do you remember? Wait, this is we were... kind of reminiscent to when we were, wait, are we, we going to say the same thing? Were you going to talk about your toad stories? Yeah. Bro. Okay. Isabel, do you want to tell the people about the toad stories? Um, so we, Matthew and I used to play Mario Kart a lot, like a lot, so a much. lot. Yeah. We were pretty, well, were we good? I don't even know. Uh-huh. We just well, played I it mean, a lot. It, we played a lot. We, okay, we never played um manual, like so the manual drift. So we were kind of like the uh-huh. plebs who like used automatic. Um, but now I'm playing manual because I'm a real gamer, you know. Um, yeah. But Isabella, she just plays automatic. Yeah, but we used to play a lot and like for hours on oh, end. Up to me to and to you I don't know how it started, it. but I just started telling stories during our like games, and they would be about like Mario Kart characters or like whatever like racetrack we were playing on. Um, I, I can't remember any of the plot lines. You said Toad Story. Was there one that you remember? Mm, okay, so basically, Isabella's favorite character was always Toad or Peach. She kind of go back and forth between them. Um, That's but true. she liked Toad and Peach. And one of her favorite ones was Toad's Factory, which, like, honestly, from Mario Kart Wii, that's one of the best, like, I think, it's just the most fun dynamic, um, what do you call it, courses or tracks. Um, and so since Toad, you know, Toad has, like, Toadette, he has, like, some family, and I think, like, he, he doesn't he work for Peach or something? I don't really know. Um, no clue. But, like, oh, yeah, he, wait, don't, don't they protect, I don't know, whatever, never yeah, mind. something like that. But, like, she would just tell stories about him and, like, create, like, the mythological world, right? And a lot of times we're in Toad's Factory because that's what Isabel liked to play, right? Um, and she'd, like, tell stories about, like, the little Toads working and stuff. And I was usually, like, Koopa Troopa or Yoshi. And so, like, um, Koopa Troopa and Yoshi are, like, both, like, I actually don't know what, it, like, the actual lore is in Nintendo. But, like, they're, like, both, like, dinosaur thingies or, like, turtle thingies that can't really talk while Toads can talk. And so, like, I think I was always, like, one of her, like, servants or something. <laughs> um I don't know. That was always just really fun. Um, and so now I'm playing on, on like the Nintendo Switch, right? So it's not the Wii Wheel. And it is so much more difficult when you're like playing with a PS4 type controller. Yeah. Um, the wheel was really, really good. Yeah. That was really fun. Um, but as well, thinking back to like kind of childhood and stuff and time like that, um, I think Mario Kart for me is something that like definitely like piqued my imagination because like it's a world full of like just weird characters right you have like mario the plumber um and like like a princess peach and then you have like random like dinosaurs and donkey kong who's like a like a gorilla or whatever um so like that this was something that definitely piqued my imagination and i think i like my imagination was piqued more than yours um but was like what was something like as a kid that really just like fascinated you with like its world and stuff like that wow I was obsessed with Pop Tropica for a while. Ooh, well, what's Pop Tropica yeah. for the, uh, the the younglings who don't know? The yeah, so Pop Tropica was like the best game ever when we were in like elementary school, and basically your character Pop Tropica has all of these islands, and each island is themed um, differently. So you had like um, Olympus, like so like uh, the gods. Um, you had reality TV island which was um, basically like survivor even... yeah survivor there was like a, like a robot oh, island and on each of these like islands you thing. have like it's basically like a big quest a so there's a, a mission a that you have and you go like, visit different people age. collect different things this, this play different games all to oh, like i guess kind of like 
what would it be called? Like conquer the island or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you would get you would get a medallion. And basically they're all yeah. like seri- serialized storytelling um that you just kind of have to follow. It was like a adventure book um but yeah. for a video game on websites. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be really obsessed with that one. I love the reality TV and the Olympic uh, Olympus oh, yes. one. That was so cool. Um yeah. I think I think the islands that were like oh like you can it's like competing against the CPU instead of it competing against like a bad guy. Um, uh-huh. That was always cool because like I, I feel like I would always like pretend to like commentate and be like, oh, like, you know, this is Sticky Panda's like fifth appearance at like the reality TV games. He's yeah, a four-time yeah, yeah, winner. Yeah. Um, can he make this a fifth consecutive win? You know, um, which like, oh yeah, and I would play the to... same islands over and over again to like do yes. different things. Yeah. Um, but throwback to, do you remember um Sticky Panda? That was like my name, and um, do you remember your name? Nice belly. Nice belly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That was a time. I thought it was kind you... of appropriate. I don't know if you were nice, but you definitely were a belly. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Do, do you like play with your friend ever? Mm. I don't think I directly played with my friends. The... Yeah. Okay, that's so interesting. But... Yeah. Okay. In my like third grade year, I was in a, a combo class where it was like set, half second graders, half third graders, um, and so like every like time of the end of the day, we have maybe like thirty minutes of free time on like computers and stuff, and we would just uh-huh. all play Pop Tropica, and um, this was like when like you know when we play online games, mom wouldn't let us buy like the the premium stuff, but like all yeah. my friends had like the premium Pop Tropica thing, so they could buy the special stuff and like the outfits of the special customizations and playing yeah. there and like they, they got access to the, the, the special islands early right um mm-hmm. so playing there was always just super fun um and i just remember like adding all the friends and then um one time in like eighth grade after like i moved away from that school like logging back in and just seeing all these like old friends that i just didn't i hadn't thought of in like five years i was like wow that's like so crazy um yeah so like that was like super cool i don't know um mm. But I don't think we were ever really like social gamers, you know. Um, in like the oh, video no. games that we did play, like they were all very much like, oh, for like, this is like my thing. Like I, I don't really like use this to like interact with other people. Um, and I feel like for me, part of that was like, cause like, oh, like I don't like it would be weird if like other people knew like all the video games that I played, you know. Like for yeah, for sure. Certain period of, of time, I would play like Virtual Family Two or whatever. Um, or I'd be playing Tomb Tomb or like Heyday. Um, like I also like played other games too, like Clash of Clans, Clash Royale, like Brawl Stars, and like eh, like NBA Two K and like stuff like that. But like I don't know, I think there's like a certain part of like yourself of like video games. Like they they, they go very specifically into like what you like and what you like piques your imagination. And like some in some ways, like that's like it feels weird to share with other people, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like right now. Um, so like I live in a house with like six other guys and we have a Nintendo Switch, right? And usually if people are playing on the Switch, it's like it's Super Smash Bros, right? Cuz that's like uh. the fun game that like dudes play, right? And like yeah. I am not very good at Smash. I've gotten better since playing like living here. But like I prefer to play Mario Kart over like um like Smash, right? And like uh-huh. I don't know, like having people like in the course of this podcast, like most of my roommates have walked in and like have seen what I've been doing and they're like, "Oh, you're playing like I don't know, like, there's a look on the face, like, oh, you're playing Mario Kart. Like, I didn't know, like, that was a thing, right? Um, Because, like, I just, like, never did that in front of them. And also just, like, it feels, like, weird. I don't know. Um, But, like, do you kind of get what I'm saying? Like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or like we played Good Game Cafe, which was basically oh, you run your own such restaurant. Such a fun game. Such it was a fun so game. so fun. I was so devastated when they shut it down. But like nobody knew that I played that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isabella, do you remember a game called Action All-Stars? Wait, the basketball one? Yes, it was the sports one. And you could like have your own like... It, it was the one like... Remember when you make that, that the pizza and the hot dogs at that like yes. concession stand? And, no, like, you that also, was like, such a good game. They had like such dynamic real like sports games and just like fun things. Like, oh my gosh, that world was like the first world, I think like video game virtual world that like I fell in love with. Um, yeah. That but, was yeah. also sad when that one shut down too. Yeah, Ooh, all of the oh, good games Another one, down. Matthew. Ooh, a world that piqued my imagination. The Papa's series. Oh, Papa. Oh man, dude. Yes, as well. You want to explain? A Rip Adobe Flash player. Yeah. What was the Papa's series? So the Papa's series is they had a bunch like Papa's. They started out with like Papa's hamburger. Pizzer- wait, no, burgeria, pizzeria, milkshakeria, cheeseria, donutaria, tacoria. Basically, it's just like a bunch of the same games, but you just make different types of foods. And like you have like four different stations. So like the order station, the prep station, the cook station, and then the serve or like decorate, whatever. And like you want to get everything perfect and you want to memorize all the recipes for all your usuals and get like points and tips and buy more stuff. And it was mm-hmm. so fun. Yeah. And I think something that I, I really appreciated about the, that um that game is like, I don't know if you remember Zillow, but like it the all the games were hosted on this website called flipdeck.com. Yeah. Um, and like this flipdeck.com uh, would also have like a space for blogs. So every time they released a new character, they would like release a player card with like information about them. Um, yeah. And like, and they had like different background. worlds, and like people would have relations, like, you know, like there'd be like siblings or like, you know, yeah. love interests or whatever. And there's people yeah, they who had come whole out on like, lives. Yeah. And that's like super cool. Like that made like it feel real. And like, um, like you would see like, oh, this person comes in after this person and they order that thing all the time. Like, and across the games, you know, like whatever, like Taylor likes, like, he always likes blueberries or whatever, or like this person, like Peggy always likes bananas or whatever. I'm not even sure if that's true. Um, but yeah. Like, yeah, it made it feel very real. Um, and the grind was real on that. Like we would have like our loads saved down on like the, and for, like the downloads and stuff. And like, we went hard. Um, do you remember which one like you went the hardest on? Ooh, probably cheeseria or pancakeria. I really like cheeseria. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of them, like, even though they're, like, very much the same game, some of the designs on, like, how to make certain things are different, and some of them are uh, harder, but I really like the Cheeseria one. Then, yeah. Grilled like, cheeses, as, by the way. Yeah, grilled cheeses. That's what that was. And something I think that I really like that they did was um, for each new game, they would, like, have, like, a user contests, like, to see who could de- design, like, the coolest new character, and, like, whoever won, like, your new character... Um, from like the audience or not audience like the gaming community whoever like was best voted on would like be added into the game and like that's just like yeah really cool. the brackets the bracket yeah I that you check that in every me. week on yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. so like that was a really fun game and then also um i think somewhere in between they like made like a fighting battle game as well like where you would fight like like these burger monsters and then these like yeah uh, oh wait those ice were cream really monsters. fun yeah, that was so, more of your traditional game yeah where like you're fighting like it's basically cloudy of the chance with a chance of meatballs too, where like um, food animals are exist and like in that too you would have different fighting styles, but still like based on like 
oh, their items. Like Taylor always like listens to music. Um, so his earbuds, he'll throw those out like to fight or whatever. And like that was like super cool. Um, so there's like so Wait, much. Wait, I more miss in it that. so much. Yeah, and also like another thing, like up like leading up to the releases of some of these games, they would like release comic strips of like oh like the the prequel to like why this like new restaurant is being opened and stuff and like why like papa couldn't like work it and so he needed someone else right which like looking back yeah like, man papa louis is like the goat of like pretending like he's gonna start working somewhere and just like dipping immediately <laughs> yeah this man has never worked a day in his life they actually made a, i'm on their website right now they made a papa's cluckeria so it's chicken sandwiches oh okay but yeah now yeah since Adobe Flash is gone, I think they're focusing on like making apps that you have to pay for to play. It pay- but also, yeah, like, you have to pay money. It's just not the same on the app. Like, it, like just the controls are probably different. No, I think. for real. Yeah, but that was definitely a big thing of like, um, like our childhood. Um, I remember yeah. like we had one laptop and we would just trade off like back and forth. Um, yeah, uh, and just like play, and we were trying to like race to see like who could like level up faster and like how many days we could like complete and like that stuff um but that was fun i think i won i was level 70 something isabel was always a lot better at that than me because like so basically how the day works is like um right like you'll go through like however many orders and the last order is always from this like more mean customer right um and they'll give you a more harsh review or like they'll give you better tips if you do it well right but for me like at the end of the day i was like oh well i don't really care like i'm not in like the rush anymore so I just like would always make like a version of like whatever it was like a, a a pizza, a burger, a taco or whatever, just like the way that I would like it. I would customize it in like my way. Right. And then I would give it to that mean person. Right. So, of course, yeah, I would I wouldn't give like the nice bonuses. But for me, I just always found it like fun to be like, oh, like see like what I would have wanted to eat like in the game, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah. OK. Re- like related to that, like one of my most like vivid and terrible like memories is related to Papa Louie in like elementary school. Oh, um, really? Yes. So, okay. I believe this was, oh, I don't remember what, I think it probably is not hot dog Um, but I think it's the sandwich one. It's the one where like they have the drink station of like soda pops and like juices. Um, yeah. And one of them like uh, was tangerine pop. Right. And Tangerine Pop was like this um, juice that like was a high level one to unlock. And I really wanted to unlock it. And as soon as I unlocked, I was like, oh, this is so cool because I really like tangerines and cuties. Right. And I remember one Friday night when Isabella was out at youth group, I was at home just playing. Mom, like, you know, peeled some tangerines for me. I literally maybe ate like 25 full tangerines that night while just playing like three plus hours of that game. Right. Uh Um, And surprise, surprise having just a bunch of citric acid in your stomach um when i probably did not eat like a big dinner is not the move you know <laughs> and so yeah that the rest of that night and that weekend i just spent like in straight stomach pain. like i like don't even know how to describe it it's like it's like um you know how there's like pain when you need to poop um yeah but like for this one like you like you couldn't push anything out there's no farts no poop to be had right um so uh-huh. it was just like sh- straight pain and like after that, like I'm like I did not eat a tangerine for a very long time because I just got so scared. Um yeah. and, and now I think like I, I still love tangerines. Like I think they're one of my favorite foods. But like I'm just always so cautious now. Cause like, oh, what if that happens again, you know? 
Um, what if I can't control myself and I eat 25 and then I just like get an ouchie in my tummy, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any I'm like, like food, looking up, food things like I'm that? I'm looking up these games right now and I am kind of convinced to just buy one of them to play. Oh, really, bro? Okay, maybe we should invest together. One ninety nine. dollars Okay, that's... Ooh. I think that is but worth investment. But think about how much you would play it, though, Matthew. That's true. Maybe, okay, maybe um over the summer or over break. Actually, wait, as well, you don't have any breaks left in your life after this. After spring break, no breaks. After spring break, that's wild. Unless like it's one prolonged break where I'm unemployed. Then I'll have plenty of time to play. Yeah, but that's not when you want to be dropping 199 on some game, you know? <laughs> true uh, but yeah that's wild maybe we should um like go in on like uh just create an apple id together and then like <laughs> buy it and then go together um yeah for 199 can, we can, yeah we can both play it you know save money bro live better walmart no you can't <laughs> you can't mess up matthew would mess up my my good track record oh that's probably that. true but yeah. yeah okay wait if you were to buy one which one would you buy which one looks the most interesting Oh man, okay, wait. I would want to buy, I think, Cheese Ariabi just because I have a sentimental connection with that. Like, that's the one I played the most. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but, you know, okay, so I was on the Apple Store and the paid apps, like, of the paid apps, it's basically just like all the Papa's games. Um, oh, dang, the, okay. The highest rank, ranked or like rated one is actually surprisingly to me at least because i didn't think it was like looks that cool is the milkshakeria one. Oh, that one was the freezeria or it's called freezeria yeah it, th that one's number three. Oh wow yeah oh, and the next crazy. is sushiria at number six okay yeah Dang, that's high up i, I remember sushiria being kind of lame Not yeah me too donut yeah. aria donut aria is 18 pancake aria is 15 and Cheeseria is 21. Pancakeria was fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. As well, thinking back, it's something you said a little bit earlier. I feel like that's been like the theme of this podcast of like, you say something, you like speak a lot. And I'm like, whoa, that was one thing I wanted to ask a question about. But you said it at the very beginning of your like sentence. Um, uh huh. But you talked about like wanting Cheeseria because it's nostalgic to you. Um, yeah. What are some like, there's maybe not like media or like, pop culture things but what are some like the things that are most nostalgic to you of like childhood Ooh. and like if you need time to think i definitely have an answer so like i can go and speak if you want wait but... i thought of one i thought of go one. for it okay i think one of the things that i was reminded of that like really screams like our childhood or growing up was fetch with rough roughman bruh that's literally media but <laughs> go for oh, it oh you said you said it could be media wait okay I, I said i said not media but you can oh not can... media yeah okay um okay you share yours first then i've got to regroup okay so this is like a really weird interesting question that like if you spend any amount of time with me i probably will have asked you this question but basically i ask people a lot of times like what is your favorite smell um, because I think smells, sounds, like any senses, like they are so connected with memory, right? And so like, I think that's just interesting, right? Um, and most of the times people are like, ew, what the heck? Like, do you have a favorite smell? And I'm like, yes, I do. It's Jasmine Cherry Blossom um, Bath and Body Works body soap. And I'm like, easy, you know? Um, but Why, because it reminds you of mom? Uh, wait, what? No. Um, wait, that's my association, because didn't she always use it? 
Um, maybe she used it before me, but like I remember specifically in the Lucille house when I was in fifth grade, that was the body soap I used, and I only used it at that house. Um, cool. And the reason why, like, like I feel like there have been like soaps that we rotated through house by house, but the reason I liked this one so much, is, honestly, like looking back, it's kind of a goofy reason. Um, it's actually not kind of a goofy reason. It's like a super goofy reason. Um, but okay, basically, I had this crush in fifth grade. Isabel knows who she is. Um, I think at this point, I could say the name. Wait, do like, I? Do cares? I? Do I? Yeah. Basically, this girl was Brie. Oh, is it? Her name was Brie. Oh, or her. Wait. Oh, yeah. I was going to. Okay. Wow. Yeah, just her call name... her out. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Like, this is fifth grade. Who cares? And also, like, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, but basically, I had a crush on this girl named Brie. Um, and fifth grade was the first year I did not have a class with her. So, like, from second to fourth grade, we were all in the same class together. We were the two smartest ones, whatever, you know, could have been dynamic duo power couple, but it's okay. I'm over it. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, long story short, in fourth grade, I had told people that I liked her when I did not. Um, and so, like, that definitely angered her because um, I think she did, which was awkward. Um, but anyways, at Bobby, this point, like... you suck. Anyways, like, so she didn't like me. Uh, we wouldn't really talk, but there was something called the carnival, which happened every other year at our school. And it was just like the coolest. It was like, it's just a carnival, but super cool and super fun and good food, like a, like a bouncy house, all these fun games. Right. Um, and there was this one thing at the carnival, um, that was called like, I don't know, like the jail of fun or whatever. And you could like use tickets to like have like the police people go out and like try to arrest people to like throw them in the jail of fun right um and like obviously like you can like get out of the jail of fun whenever you want like you know they're not gonna keep you there um but i remember like at one point um like my name was called on like the like intercom thingy and obviously i was like too busy playing games but i ignored it and then people like came after me to put me in jail they're like oh we've been calling your name for a while right and i was like yo who would put me in jail bro like what the heck like this is my time to shine on this like you know, fishing game, like, what the heck, bro? Um, and I learned that it was her. And I was like, all right. Um, obviously, my little fifth grade self needs to get revenge. So basically, we, we spent, like, the next, like, three hours of, of, like, the carnival, like, paying for each other to go to jail and chasing each other around. Like, like she would be, like, tell her friends, like, oh, no, like, let me chase him down. And, like, I would tell my friends, like, nah, like, I'm chasing her down. And, like, I was like, oh, just, like, little cute romance thing, you know? Um... Of us chasing each other down on like probably like one of the last weeks of school um and like we ended up like chasing each other with like soda and stuff and so like i was drenched in like sticky soda by the end of the day and i remember it was a friday and we had like youth group to go to like right um after so like mom brought me home and i was like wearing my like uh highland oaks like fifth grade shirt with all like my friends signatures on it and stuff and like everyone's name you know, like those class shirts um and so I was wearing that and then I took that off because it was all like Dr. Pepper on it. And then I took a long shower and I just, you know, drenched myself in that Japanese cherry blossom uh, bath and body works body soap. And yeah, and like that has like still to this day been one of like just like my favorite memories. Um, honestly, not like not really because of her, but it was just because it was like a fun time. And like that was like right before we moved and that move was a tough time it's like that was like the last hurrah of like us being at arcadia and highland oaks or like for me highland oaks and you i guess at foothills or whatever but that was kind of that's kind of why i think 
that is my favorite smell because it just brings back like a memory of just like so much like pure like innocent joy i think of just having fun messing around with this girl that um i liked of course so yeah 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 that's kind of my thought Hmm. do you have any i think i have one okay go for it yeah but mine is food um okay yeah for sure i think like mine would be dad's chili oh interesting that ha- mm-hmm. that, okay, that's so interesting because that holds no weight in my like memory box. <laughs> oh, I think it's because, um, actually, it kind of does. Never mind. Keep going. He would he would always make it. I think like specifically, he always made it on like Super Bowl day. So yes. when we were growing up, we would usually um host like Super Bowl parties for people at our church, and I think like most, if not all, the times that we had Super Bowl parties, he would make chili. Oh, yeah. um, and I feel like dad's chili is very specific chili. Like, I feel like other people's chili are just like not his chili. Um, yeah. He but would like, do special and even, things. Yeah. Like even, and not just Super Bowl parties, he would make it for large like church gatherings or yeah. uh, not really family gatherings, but more church um, gatherings. Uh, and so like for me, I think that like taste that, well, I don't know about the smell, but I think like the taste or like, yeah, thought of that chili just reminds me of like those back in those days where we used to host a lot of things for church people. And like it would just be like tons of people in the house and we'd be running around. Um, yeah, I think that's what that one uh, reminds me of. Wait, yeah. OK, now that you mentioned it, like I, I definitely like relate that chili to Super Bowl Sunday. But I think this is another thing that just came to mind was like, like when we were young, young. Um, there were times when like we'd have those Super Bowl parties and it's like literally like 70 people at our house or something. It, like it was huge, right? Um, yeah. And then like I think I, I as I, I noticed like as the years went on and as we left EFCLA, um, those like Super Bowl parties became like smaller and smaller and smaller. And then like one day like we just didn't have a Super Bowl party, right? It was just like us yeah. and our uh, uncle and aunt, right? And like uh-huh. I think or we was, went like, to some at, other people's. Some, yeah. One time we went somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, this was at a time, obviously, I was in seventh grade. I was, you know, puberty and just going through the tough times of the church split and, like, kind of still, like, going through, like, oh, I moved to a new school. So it was, like, a tough time, right? But, like, I was thinking, like, I felt, like, bad for, like, our family and dad. And I was just kind of thinking, like, oh, are all these were all these family friends that, like, we made from church, like, all of our, like, day one homies, were they only there because, like, dad was the pastor of the church? You know, I think like that kind of ran through my mind a few times, and like, I don't know, that's like a sad kind of dark place to like think about. Um, uh-huh. like, I think that's like a thought that I've had, not like specifically with that situation, but like in in college now, I'm someone who like initiates a lot of like community things or hangouts or just like time with people, um, whether that be one on one or like in a big group, right? Um, and I've like wondered like, oh, like if I was not like you know initiating like would people initiate back like are, am i only like close friends with them because like i have been in that position of initiating or like is that something that like people would like want regardless if i initiated you know um yeah. and i think that's like obviously like a huge like slippery slope um but i think something that has like helped is like knowing that like my worth is not in like what like other people would think but like you know kind of like the like my identity is in christ and like that's like good and everything else is kind of like an extra bonus has been helpful yeah. but like honestly like still a lot of times it's like oh like tough like ah like do people actually like me like you know um which was a big part of my obadiah crisis but yeah i don't know like, 
thinking about you talking about like the Super Bowl was like, I don't know why, like, because like that was like a your memory was like super, like heartwarming and fun, like oh, like all these people and like big gathering and like my mind immediately went to like the oh the deterioration of that like that tradition, you know? Um, yeah. No, I definitely feel you. I definitely think about that too. Um, yeah. Yeah, or just like, it's weird to think that we were so close to people and like looking at all of us now like the different trajectories that we are like like the different people that we are now mm-hmm. like were we friends just because we were we like proximity and like were all of our like friendships or interactions like based on the fact that we had past interactions yeah like what or, is like, our like you know whenever you do reminiscing on? Like, or remember every time you're like, oh, remember when, or like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know, is it all just like sentimental just because? Yeah. 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 So that's like super tough. And I think it's even harder because like we are, when we were friends with those people, like it is like, I feel like I, I could, in my mind, give myself a little bit of a pass or give other people a little bit of a pass or like why the friendship didn't like last or whatever. Cause like we were kids and we we're still like figuring out what we liked and like just who we were. Um, yeah. But, like, I can't imagine what it would be like for for maybe, like, dad or, and mom. Like, they have, like, poured their lives out into, like, some of these people. And, like, because, like, as adults, they're already establishing their personalities and kind of, like, who they are, you know? Not to say that they can't uh-huh. change. But, um, like, them being, like, oh, man, like, these people, like, don't show up, show up or, like, kind of, like, care as friends anymore. Like, after we left that church, like, I feel like, man, like, that must have been, like, really hard on them, you know? Um, uh-huh. Which is tough. But like, yeah, I think the more, um, I think there was a time when like I butted hat heads with dad a lot after the church split. And I was like, wow, dad, I feel like you're being kind of a poop. Um, but honestly, like, I think the more I think back on like what dad and mom were going through during that time, like, man, I feel bad. Like that, like that was so tough, you know? Um, uh-huh. so yeah, I don't know. That's crazy times, you know? Seventh grade yeah. for me was like such a wild time, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, well, Isabella, before we kind of sign off, do you have anything else for the homies? It was that's a kind of a depressing note to end on. Not a lie. Um, yeah, Isabella. T- um, to wrap it up, we have had it's like, well, you've had a suggestion made to you in terms of a career choice. You were talking about earlier how you don't know where you're going to end up, but someone may have suggested a perfect solution. What? As well, you wrote this down on the notes. Your career, have you ever considered <laughs> comedy okay. as a career choice? Let's talk about Wait, this. Wait, I was, I was so happy. <laughs> um, Somebody said, we have to pull it up because I forgot. Wait, where is it? Well, it's in the, the shared notes that we have and also like you. Oh, I was like texting someone. I was texting someone and like I was making jokes and stuff like that. And this person said, Isabella, have you ever considered comedy as a career choice? <laughs> Wait, okay. Isabella, I would love to know what the joke was that you said that made her say that. No, it's going to be embarrassing. Okay, as long as it doesn't like violate people's privacy, are you willing to share it? It kind of does, though. Okay, that's fair. And then you don't have to. Um, but it's about, okay, wait, I can uh, I can tell the back half. Okay, tell the back half. So basically, I have this friend, right? And um, 
this friend was in a situation where she had to do something because of her job, even though I think in my opinion, she shouldn't have had to be had to be told to do that. So I was uh, like, this is cruel and unusual punishment. I'm going to fight them for you. And she said, please do. And I said, okay, I'm on my way to smash some heads. JK, never violence. It's usually not the answer. And she said, haha, agreed. Let's not smash heads. And I said, can we smash one head? And then she said, Isabella, have you ever considered comedy as a career choice? I think it reads better <laughs> on text, okay? <laughs> I think, you're, I not think much it probably better. does. Not much better, but slightly. That's... Oh, yeah, that was like a funny one, probably. Yeah, it's, it's one of yeah. your better bits. I think also in text, it's like the way that things are broken up in text bubbles also contributes to yeah, that, like that, that, timing. That, it's like the, yeah, delivery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway. that's like decently funny, probably-ish. Um, Thanks, Matthew. But like, Isabel, there's, there's a lot of ways that you can go into comedy, right? You could be an actor, you could be a writer, you could be a stand-up com- comedian. Um, which one do you think like you would pursue if you were like to be a comedian? An actor. I need time to like. An actor. I need somebody else's. I need somebody else's words and yeah. Okay, that's so interesting because I think like we probably can't think of the content of on your like own just off the dome. Like Isabel's quick, but she's not quick like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, quick enough to like do stand up comedy. Yeah. Dang, and I I think like that's something I've realized. Um like verbalizing things on a quick manner and like helping because like something that we talked about on the podcast of our like psychoanalyst analysis of ourselves right of like how we think um was like i think of like in a boat right like i see like two things like that probably go together and that might be funny and like i have to put them together myself right um, uh-huh. but so- sometimes like it's hard to put that together like i just don't know how to put it together like sometimes i see cheese and bread and i'm not gonna make it a pizza you know um, and sometimes yeah. it turns into like I don't know, curled sheets, which is worse than pizza. Um, but like something I was realizing in terms of just like verbalizing things that you have in your mind in general was, so this um, year I've been on the challenge, Christian challenge video team. And we do a lot of skits and like stories and videos for like promo events and stuff like that. So we do a lot of narratives, right? Um, and for one video, like we went in without a script, without like anything just like a general idea and i was like supposed to direct it right um and man that was probably one of the most fun things i've done but also one of the most challenging because like um i just had this idea in my mind it was like oh like let's like pretend we're, we're planning a heist and like instead of planning a heist of like us planning like the dates for like this event or whatever and you like tell information through that right um so i just had that idea in my head and like wow like having to like get people on a creative vision together and like work with actors who aren't actually actors and a like said like you know excellent that vision is so tough and i think i have like such a greater respect for like filmmakers now um but yeah like that was that was crazy and like i think to think that at one point i want to go to film school and like you know uh do this and try to pursue this with my like full career was crazy but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, another way that we've changed since the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest way that you've changed since the beginning of this podcast? Because for me, like, I feel like you're kind of talking about me a little bit. But what about you, other than extrovertedness? Hey. Oh, uh, I think maybe one thing is 
I'm more comfortable leaning into the awkward. So. Um, I think before I like just tried not to be awkward, which was worse because like then it was just like even more awkward. Um, uh-huh. but I feel like now I just lean into it. Whoa. Okay, interesting question. That, um, I don't know. Maybe this is me projecting because maybe I feel like I do this. But do you feel like sometimes, like, you portray yourself as more awkward than you actually are? Like, you overcorrect in that, like, leaning into the awkwardness, and now, like, you are, like, acting awkward sometimes in ways that, like, you actually truly aren't? Um, yeah. I mean, sometimes I feel like I do play it up so that maybe people, like, the people I'm with feel less awkward. Oh, Because okay, I am the sense. most awkward. Uh-huh. Or, like, that I'm, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that um I may place myself in situations to be very awkward just for the sake of it. Or, you know. Well, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I feel like sometimes like being awkward and letting like yourself be like a bit of a joke is like relieving for other people so like they don't have to worry about that. Like so they can like laugh at you, like not fully laugh at you, like but like laugh at you so that like it takes I don't know, like, social anxiety or, like, nervousness away from, like, that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think that's what I try to do. I don't know if I'm successful at where I just, like, end up looking really stupid, but, like, I'm more okay with it now. Listen, I think that's something I realized, like, interacting with you and other people after, like, we both went to college is, like, oh, I was, like, there's sometimes where Isabel, like, makes a, like, joke or, like, a awkward thing, and I'm, like, she's not that awkward. Like, she didn't actually, like, or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, like I said. Wait, like when? Like, I don't even know. Just, I don't have like a concrete example, but I just feel like, oh, like, yeah, as well, but like that. That, so that makes sense. But, oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, it's fun to see you awkward sometimes. Um, but yeah, I also think there's like a genuine earnest awkwardness that like you can't replace, you know? Um, which I think you also have that sometimes too. I'm just awkward, period. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's a lot. Okay, this is, I think, a different segment that I feel like would be cool to add in at the end of this episode. Like, let's let's give like the viewers at home a recommendation. It could be like I don't know, a book, a movie, a TV series, like an anything. What what would you recommend people try out or consume or read or do? I would recommend that people become accounting majors what accounting is fun really i feel like i've been accounting spokesperson uh, um and <laughs> okay this is just because of the relevancy but i'm a ta for like the beginning tutoring uh class i mean not sorry i'm a tutor for the no wow just kidding Wait, let me start again i'm a ta for and a tutor for both of the like beginning uh accounting courses uh, um so like this week is exam review week and i've been hosting the exam review session so i had two today and i feel like i've just been like trying to convince people that that accounting is not fun. that bad yeah and is it, it is fun because our review session is a game we play like a monopoly version of like a game um accounting game and it's kind of cute yeah like I think today was really cool because, like, today all of the groups kind of, like, they got it. They they did pretty well compared to groups that I've led in the past. 
Um, and so they're like, oh, this is not bad. And today somebody texted me and he was like, is, you know, like accounting is actually not that bad. And I was like, yes, that's what I've been saying this whole time. Become an accounting Aww. major. Don't be a business major because it's too, too broad. Be an accounting major. It's so much fun. I feel like accounting, especially here, gets a bad rap because it's like oh, hard really? or whatever. Yeah. But like, it's fun. Yeah. Well, interesting. That was not the answer you were expecting, huh? I mean, if that's what your recommendation is, then sure, go for it. No. Okay. Unless, that's my recommendation. I think my recommendation this time is to go on roofs, especially if you're on a college campus. I think there's some roofs that like probably aren't meant to be accessible, but are accessible. And roofs are really cool. Um, are you saying roofs? R O U T E S? No, R O O F. Oh, like R O O F. The top of the building. Um, if you go oh. like around sunset times or like even any time, like in the morning, if you like go with a friend or go by yourself, if you want to think, that's super cool. It's like also a nice place for conversations or messing around. Uh, like I've gone on a couple of routes recently with friends just to talk and hang out and like it's been super fun. And I don't know, I think there's something different about like when you're overlooking a city, you should like it's different vibes and thoughts and it's like pretty cool. So I say go find some roofs and go climb it and then like look off it. Um, but yeah. So and we take no liability if anything happens to any of our listeners on roofs. Yeah. So um, go find some roofs, be accounting majors. You can go, I don't know, maybe as well. Maybe you should hold an accounting, uh, what, test prep on a roof. Maybe that would do it. Maybe there would be tons and tons of accounting majors after that. Exactly. All right. Well, as well, you go do that. Um, and I'm just going to continue playing Mario Kart. But until next time, y'all, bye.